0: Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. This is the show all about podcasting from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com. Joined by Matthew. How are you getting on, Matthew? You
1: see it all, Colin. You see it all. How are you?
0: What's what's happened? What have you seen?
1: Oh, I see it all. No,
0: <laughs> you fine. just see it all. I'm You're omnipotent, yeah. omnip, omnip is not the right one. All guys
1: it? around here say that. I don't know if it's just a, a thing around here, but <laughs> ah, you see it all. I've never really known what it means apart what from you, me. you just see it all. You do. So you just see everything. You do. You see it all.
0: <laughs> Talking of seeing it all, what do we see this episode? What are we covering this time Good. around? We're right in the middle of the growth season, like that transition. Yeah. What are we seeing? What are we seeing?
1: Are we in the growth season? I thought we were talking about technical things. Damn it, I've said the wrong thing.
0: <laughs> we're right in the middle of the gear season. I had the G in my head. It was all about the G, the gear yeah. season.
1: <laughs> gear growth, that whole big connection there, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Gear and equipment. So last episode we talked about microphones, didn't we? So we did. this episode we're going to dive into the CD world of digital recorders.
0: Cause they're very CD.
1: <laughs> are you recording no you, you tell recording? Me, no, don't maybe you. that's what we'll find out <laughs> um, depends yes, where you so take your like, digital recorder i suppose exactly and what kind of podcast you record but Indeed. um yeah i mean that the, these are these are old technology uh aren't they like but to to the modern podcaster i suppose the thought that you might record your podcast without a computer might be something of a a revelation might not it be
0: yeah yeah and there's some really good benefits as well isn't there like you say they're old tech but actually there's a bunch of new ones that are really tailored towards podcasters specifically digital recorders I mean um, and also ones that actually work with computers as well we can talk about that like how you might use a digital computer as like a a USB interface or how else they can kind of come into your normal computer online call whatever you want to call it uh, workflow so yeah um, definitely worth diving into eh? Uh, before we jump in i'll say we have just launched our new growth course as well we've got our growth course um we'll talk about it a bit later won't won't we matthew but if you're looking for um some education, some tips, a whole bunch of tactics around growing your audience and your podcast, then pop over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash growth course, forward slash growth course. And we'll talk about it more, more about it later, but we just got that out, I'm excited to say. So that's cool.
1: I'll pick your brains about it. I could do a few more listeners, so. Nice, nice. See what you're saying.
0: Cool. Well, you're you're part of it too. You wrote it, so. <laughs> Tough luck Teach myself <laughs> um, Well, some of it, most of it uh, Right, okay, what is a digital recorder um, and um, how does it mean you can record a podcast without a computer? Let's jump into it
1: Yeah, a digital recorder, like, they, they come in all shapes and sizes I suppose specifically we're dealing with what we might call portable digital recorders little bits of kit that you take yeah. around with you and it's got everything that you need built into it to actually record and store audio, would that be a fair enough definition of it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a total standalone thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, would you call it a digital recorder if it's a device that needs an external mic plugged in, or does it have to be capable of recording on its own?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I think traditionally I'd have said, no, if it doesn't have a mic on it, it's not a digital recorder. I think I've changed my tune on that purely because of the, the new gear that's come out in recent years, which we'll yeah. talk about as well, so... Um, I, I, that kind of brings us to like, you know, traditional recorders versus the sort of modern podcast recorders, because traditionally yeah. we as podcasters just had to use things that were really made for musicians, mm-hmm. didn't we?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or even like journalists and stuff like that, like folk that yeah would go out and interview folk. Yeah, for sure. Yep.
1: Remember you had like a really old, I think it was a Sony, like a dictaphone almost. Oh, um, yeah. I can't I've... remember the name of it, but.
0: I actually just came across one um, recently and I was going to give it to the kids just to record. You remember like in our day, you would get a tape recorder and you would put a tape in and you would... (laughs) I know our day... (laughs) Sorry, sorry, just aged us. Uh, But you would get a tape recorder, you stick in a wee cassette and you'd record your own little radio show straight onto a cassette. Mm. You could take the cassette out, you could put someone else in. Their version of it is going to be like me giving them an old dictaphone and uh, recording it straight in there and then the MP3s, their radio show. But yeah, uh, it was a wee kind of... I don't know. It was the kind of thing when I used to work at a university, you used to put these things on the desk uh, or the table in front of you in a meeting. So six of you sitting around this awful like little digital record. Well, it could even be a really good di- little digital recorder, but it still produced awful audio because it's like this thing sitting in the middle of the table, trying to capture six people from three meters away. Um But yeah, totally. I, I think, I agree I think that a digital recorder tends to have to be standalone so you can just pull out your pocket record somebody immediately but some of the new gear is not quite like that so yeah let's jump into it anyway but um, okay so what would you know what would be a situation where you'd want to use a recorder like what's the kind of main pros of using this over having your laptop and a USB mic with you?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of couple of good things that come to mind. One of them is the portability, and I know mm-hmm. that you know you could take your laptop and stuff about with you. They're pretty portable, but a, a digital recorder is even more portable, especially if you're using it with its built-in mics and you're not plugging anything into it. Yeah, yeah. So just being able to get it around the place, um, carry it with you at all times is a big advantage, isn't it? But yeah, um, yeah it, know, for sure. it has a has another big advantage over computers and that as well doesn't it
0: yeah which is the storage um being just generally bombproof and safe and yeah for sure like how many times i've tried to record something um in like audacity or in a browser or something like that and you know it's pretty reliable these days but still you know a one in a one in a 100 crash or something like that it can be totally devastating if you're trying to record something really important so um the fact that these things are just built for that they're bombproof they just they're designed Designed for recording audio and they do that like one time (laughs) yeah they do it every single time it's no like one in a million crashes or anything at all so yeah it's just safe it's bomb proof it just works um so that's pretty good and i mean the quality is great as well isn't it like i think that the audio quality that you actually capture on these things due to like the preamps and stuff can be better than than anything else can't they
1: definitely yeah um i was always really impressed with the the quality of the H4 and the H5 back in the day, you know, going back mm. probably 10 years ago now.
0: Yeah, um,
1: totally. And, you know, you could even up that if you're plugging a decent mic into it as well. Yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah, the Zoom H5's built-in mic was actually really good, wasn't it? And the H6 had basically the same one, didn't it?
1: Yeah, they. I, th- I think with those, they have to be used, at, again, this is a thing for most mics, but they need to be used in the right conditions. Yeah, they true. can certainly... They could sound a bit roomy if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. if you're maybe not using it in the best environment. So, yeah, I really liked them for years. I had like uh, my H5, I was using the I don't know if you get them anymore, but ATR 3350s, they were lavalier mics. They no, really yeah, cheap. Yeah. They had Get- like the longest cable in the world. You needed like <laughs> um, you needed basically like a knitting kit to wrap all the cable around it. We we but, used to um, have
0: dedicated Tupperware for them, didn't we? We had little exactly, Tupperware yeah, containers it, with clip tops to put them into huge <laughs> stops just stop for the, the masses of cable. Yeah, totally.
1: Um, <laughs> and then I switched to using you know I would just plug in a couple of decent dynamic mics like the the Q2U or the the SM58. And you get um, good results with that too. Yeah, you know, plugging yeah. dynamic mics, and we, we covered this last episode, but plugging dynamics in to something like the Zoom H5, I do find that you get that little extra layer of hiss. I think it's just working a bit harder to power the mic because you've not got phantom power on with it like you would with a condenser. But mm-hmm. I think the trade-off's worth it because you're not getting all sorts of background echo and reverb and it just doesn't sound as roomy. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get you. But the, the zoom H5, the zoom H6, the preamps and them were amazing. So like, if you're going to get something that gives you the least background noise or the least sort of um, noise floor, I should say uh, introduced by the preamps and all that. I think they're, yeah, they're really good for that. So.
1: And the H5 <sighs> as well. So you, you can plug in two XLR mics to that, but the H6, you could plug in four. Yeah. And remember, you could get that little extension, uh, mm. the little module on the top. Yeah. So you could yep. end up with six mics going in. I don't know that you'd ever need six mics, but you could I do I think it. it was
0: even more. It was even more, wasn't it? Because you, you could daisy chain them. You could get those little extenders and you could actually plug. So the, the extenders had an extra plug on the top. So you could actually plug another extender into that. I saw somebody once with like four or five of those all plugged in and they had like 10 mics plugged into the A6. <laughs> Why do um, you need, I need 10 mics? You exact, need to well, yes. rethink your
1: podcast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> potentially. But it was like, it was a whole bunch of people around a table at an event, basically. Um, but I mean, we didn't talk about that as a pro, did we? Like if you're going to record more than two people, Um, or even just two people in person especially if you're three four uh, there's no kind of i think there's no simpler easier way than actually just having an h6 sitting on the table four Mm -hmm. mics five six whatever it is with the extender plugged in and record it that way it's just such a portable little thing rather than like the alternatives bring along a whole mixer isn't it like bring along a a roadcaster or a, a mackie mixer or something like that and it's just huge and doesn't you know it doesn't run off batteries and all that kind of stuff so yeah, it's just such a simple way to record a group of people in person. So that's another good good uh, pro, I would say.
1: Would you say there are any disadvantages of them, though?
0: Um, I mean, I suppose they're expensive. They're always expensive. Like those Zoom H5s, like £200, $200. pounds 200 dollars s Six was a bit more than that, wasn't it? Um, and they do work as digital interfaces for your laptop but i mean you'd get like so it means that you can plug it into your laptop you can use it as a usb mic by plugging another mic into the recorder or using the recorder i suppose put that on a a boom arm itself like you've got the h5 on a boom arm just speaking into that internal mic use that as a mic that works in the computer too but i mean it's a bit of a um a non-ideal situation considering it's like 200 um and actually you'd get a better sound out of a dedicated usb mic um on its own uh, like uh, the road podcaster for example sounds better than i think i think than the zoom h5 internal mic but if you've got the zoom h5 as an interface but then a different mic plugged into that you know but then you're getting complicated so
1: yeah mm-hmm. what do you think for no other? reason no yeah, benefit exactly yeah
0: yeah but i mean the 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 reason for that i suppose is if you only have two hundred dollars to spend um but you want something to take out and about with you it can you it can work for that like it's good enough quality it's, it's definitely good enough quality like it's a great quality mic for that so it does the job yeah but complications <laughs> what do mm-hmm. you think any others
1: i'm finding the awkward one of uh, these days like my laptop doesn't have the the memory card slot in it So I need an additional bit of kit to put Uh a memory card in. So when I record some, I take the card out and then I'm like, oh, I can't. So there there is a USB connection. You could do it that way, but it doesn't always work very well with some recorders. Uh So I'm finding that a bit awkward. The more that laptops are built with just less stuff on them, the harder (laughs) it gets.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get you. you.
1: Paradoxically.
0: Aye, and the the other one is actually the complication again. Like I, we talk about this, Matthew, don't we? The fact that the more you add in, and the more complicated devices you add into, the more can just go a little bit wrong. And even if it's not wrong, it's just the settings are a bit off. Like the H five, for example, has its little great little gain dials, which are which are excellent when you're out and about. If you're monitoring and you can get the gain just right, but equally, it means that maybe that's something you have to fiddle with every single time you record. Um and it can be different each time. So your your workflow can be a little bit different. Like it's almost like you have to note down exactly like I'm at 5.4 or something like that. Um uh, and also there's internal settings as well. Like it does have some things like has it not got like limit built into the device and like a limit and stuff like that, and um compression and things like that. So you can have them turned on by accident or off by accident, which can be kind of non intended consequences, that kind of stuff. So
1: yeah, set settings are they're harder to navigate too, aren't they? Because, I mean, we're yeah. talking a lot about Zooms here, but, you know, task cams as well, you've got that little screen this, on it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's, you're navigating through these menus using buttons that are also doubling up as, like, buttons that you're going to press play with and stuff like that. So it's, yep, yep. you know, it's like using a, a 20-year-old phone, basically, toggling yeah, through yeah. different menus and making sure that all the settings are optimised. So, yeah they, yeah, they can be tricky, I think, yeah. <laughs>
0: absolutely yeah totally (laughs) cool okay anything else on that or do we just jump into what do we actually use what are the devices
1: yeah i think we should yeah
0: cool all right before we jump into that let's have a quick chat about the growth course i'd love to talk to talk about this um so do you remember the growth course we made back in the day
1: yes Uh, i would rather not (laughs) remember it but i do yeah (laughs)
0: I say back in the day, I keep I keep ageing us as if we've been around for decades, but <laughs> um can't remember when it was, maybe five or six years ago, I think we created the first version. <laughs> yeah, what's your memory of it?
1: Well, I think the content was fine. I just think the, the um, I mean, some of the videos were recorded. I don't know what we recorded them on, what we uh, edited what, them with, yeah, but um, they... the terrible. I just remember a few of them looking like they were recorded through sort of smoked glass,
0: so... <laughs> that was it yeah yeah yeah. we we um we've refined i'm proud to say we've refined our video recording process since then (laughs) but yeah absolutely the content was good um the the video now is much better so yeah um i just launched it in the in our community actually so it's in the indie pod community as a premium course and it's our full growth course essentially it's um Now, how many? It's like seven or eight modules, um, everything from using social media to grow your show, to podcast SEO, to uh, how to use your existing audience to gain new audience, how to find new audiences. And essentially, it amounts to maybe 40 or 50 different lessons Um, all with their own little growth tactic, all with their own little growth tip. Um, I say little, some of them are big. Like they go from like a five or 10 minute thing that you can do quickly to grow your audience a little bit to much bigger, longer term tactics that you can use to grow your audience audience in a, a much larger way so the growth course designed to take you from kind of um you know your first few weeks of podcasting right through to your next few years and growing from zero audience up to tens of thousands hopefully hundreds of thousands even um all the stuff in here i think if you go through and do one of the tactics every week that's the kind of intent take one each week and just stack them up um and go through the whole thing over maybe your first six months or your first year Uh, then i will put you in a really good position to grow your audience. So it's over there at um, thepodcasthost.com forward slash growth course. That's thepodcasthost.com forward slash growth course. Um, And I'd love to hear anyone's thoughts if they go and try it out and hopefully grow their audience as a result. So yeah, um, get in touch as always. You can get in touch at thepodcasthost.com forward slash voicemail and we'll check you on the next episode. Get your feedback in here. All right, thanks for that, Matthew. Uh, right, should we jump into actual devices then? We've talked a bit about yeah. the zooms. What I, else I, are we yeah, going to
1: yeah. mention? Yeah, we've talked about the zooms. I'm still going to dwell on the zooms for another couple of minutes because just to, to mention the H5 and H6, that they're, they're both still pretty pricey from what I could see, um, you know, between sort of $260 to $300. Mm-hmm. Um, my H5, I've had it since going to take a complete stab at this i'm going to say 2015 (laughs) i've had it since about then and what i've noticed recently is that the because it's got a kind of rubber coating on it and that's that's perishing now it's all you -hmm. know that sticky way yeah yeah, so yeah when you handle it like you need to go and wash your hands after it so that's not (laughs) great um it is an old device but i would expect that you know that that shouldn't really happen. So that's just mm. an interesting quirk that I've only recently become aware of. I've not yeah. stored it in, like, a particularly bad way or anything, so... Yeah. I'm not sure what's gone wrong with it. But yeah. weird. Oh well. Yeah, we had I mean, an
0: H six. Sorry, go on. Yeah,
1: go. I was just gonna say we had the H four back in the, the old office yeah. for years and years 4N, and that never wasn't happened. 4N, to
0: 4N. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, that lasted ages. The the thing that happened with that was I broke the battery casing, so I had to like tape up the back of it. But I mean I think that shows you're getting value out of your digital recorder. If you've not if it's not got a whole bunch of like cell tape bit together bits or broken bit parts of it, then you're you're not using it right so
1: (laughs) did you have a preference out of the h5 and h6 i mean obviously the h6 could do a bit more but do you think it was do you think it was worth the extra money
0: okay we never used more than two mics in it anyway did we So I think all we ever used it for was two people together and I used the H5 for that loads, used the H6 for that bit. So the H5 I think was just as good quality um, and had everything I needed in it. Yeah. I mean, I can see if anyone's recording three or four people, certainly H6 necessary or get the wee add on for the H5, but. Yeah. I don't think the price difference is that much, is it? So it's almost worth getting U6 just for that reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are the competitors then? We've always been a bit of a Zoom um, house. We use uh, Zoom a lot um, just because we've bought them in the past, know them and love them. But Tascam are good as well, aren't they? What are the model numbers on that? The ones you like?
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, to talk about Tascam, I then need to go and talk back about Zoom again. But the, like the old <laughs> Zoom H1 with the, the sort of just one track, you know, built, built in mics that had no capabilities for plugging in XLR mics. And you look at the Tascam alternative of that, it's the dro 5 x These things are always, they've always got great names, don't they? So. Mm-hmm. That model of Tascam is like your your sort of entry level, you know. That would be the, the case where you're you're doing it kind of dictaphone style. You know, if you're yeah, interviewing yeah. somebody, you, you are gonna be like just holding the mic back and forward, holding the recorder back and forward. Yeah. But I think you could still get away with that in uh, acute situations. I wouldn't I wouldn't make that the standard way that I'd record my podcast. Yeah, but um yeah. uh, you get that for about ninety dollars, I think, last time I checked. Cool. Yeah. Um so, and the, the value. The bigger task cam is the dr forty X, so that's yeah. a four track recorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very similar, it's sort of that sort of area between the H five and H six.
0: Yeah, cool. the one of the ones I remember getting used a lot back um, a few years ago was the was it the Zoom H one? Was that the model? I can't even remember the model number. It couldn't take external mics or at least XLR ones. You might have been able to plug in like a wee three point five millimeter one but yeah it, it was, was just h1 h1 yeah it was just it was almost just like one big microphone in recorder form like it had a you could put a huge big windscreen on it so it was just all windscreen in the end and i remember the h2 a lot as well was it the
1: h2 it like maybe that. that's the one yeah. i'm
0: thinking of actually do you know i think it is i think it's the h2 i'm thinking of now but it was um it was a really good quality internal mic so it was a good one for buy. buying if you want to take it out to an event and you could kind of hold it like a handheld mic to interview somebody, like passing it back and forth between the two of you. But equally, it was really good actually for just putting on a boom arm and using it as a USB mic too, because it was because it was a really good quality internal mic, and it was quite it was quite minimalist. It wasn't like the H five, like trying to plug this whole big um, button laden uh, external mic laden thing to your boom arm. It was more like just a USB mic that just happened to be a digital recorder too. So it was a funny one. Yeah, I think you're right, Matthew. It was H2. Was that not an H2N as well or something?
1: H2N. I don't know was why they N? got the wee Ns at the end yeah. of them. I just always yeah, dropped was... the N. But yeah, they, that was the first Zoom I ever owned. Back really? when I was at college, I bought one. And yeah. yeah, you're right. There was a, in the box was a microphone handle and it screwed into the bottom. So once you was screwed that? that in, it yeah. was It just looked very like a just a microphone. Aye. So when I would go to like events or you know, do interviews on the go. I would, I would essentially have what just looked like a big microphone in my hand, yeah. and I'd have my headphones yeah. plugged into it. But yeah, the H two N. It was, it was a, it was a great wee recorder. It sounded yeah. really good. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember a lot of people having that plugged in a boom arm or something like that. It worked well. Yeah, cool. Mm. All right, what about well, any other digital recorders you want to talk about, or does that cover mostly? Or I mean, I think the top recommendations are Zoom and Tascam really, aren't they? Yeah, there are alternatives, but they're kind of top ones. So, mm. what about you were talking earlier on about the self-contained ones, the ones that don't necessarily even have a mic built in, but are maybe more specific to podcasting? So, worth talking about. What, what we got there now.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been great to see in recent years that podcasting has started to get its own equipment. Like we've always, like I mentioned earlier, we traditionally just had to use what was available for for musicians and you said journalists too. So there's a bit of that, but uh, you know now you're getting kit that is like this is for podcasts. This is for yeah, podcasters. Definitely. The first big one I could remember is the the initial Roadcaster. So we've now got the Roadcaster yeah. too, but. Was the, the the Roadcaster was pretty much the first of its kind, unless I'm missing something <sighs> spectacular. Much. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I might be missing something too, but I think so. I'd say it was the big. It was the first big name one, certainly, absolutely, um, and it was the first one that came along that stated. Um, loudly and proudly, like we're a podcasting device, we're a device for podcasters, uh, although they were kind of uh, YouTubers. I mean, it was it's like a, an online casting device, isn't it? Designed to be plugged into your computer and used direct rather than kind of recording a, um, a session. Uh, like a, a traditional mixer, whatever. So yeah, roadcaster The roadcaster 1, the Rodecaster 2. Um, do you really still use your yeah. Rodecaster? Yep, I do. Yep. So it's so on the table right next to me. I use it for uh, recording stuff. There's, people come into the office quite often and we record stuff directly onto it with the two XLR mics plugged in. I use it for the camera too, actually. So I've set it up so that I can now plug my roadcaster output into my um dslr camera so when i'm recording youtube videos i actually use the Rodecaster as the device uh, to record into it so i can do my i can use the little effects buttons to like record a clap into my recording or whatever i don't really do that much but you know you can do all that nonsense as well with the youtube videos too um so yeah that's how i use it still
1: no plans to upgrade are you quite happy with the
0: nah i I think there were some nice little improvements with the two, but nothing dramatic, nothing kind of um, game changing so no i I like mm-hmm. one
1: yeah, I just remember so the way the way the roadcaster was rolled out was really interesting. It was my first proper experience of firmware updates and stuff because I yeah, remember when yeah. they put it out, yep, and loads of people were i I can't remember what the issues were, but they were very very valid complaints people yeah, had yeah. And then Road were like, okay, thanks for that, and they went away. And then they were like, okay, download this update, and you downloaded it, and it fixed yep. a whole bunch of things. And I thought, yep, that's that's really cool that, that you really could cool. do that.
0: You're absolutely right. So, I, yeah, we don't really think of hardware being able to do that, do we? But uh, I mean, it's just a computer at the end of the mm-hmm. day, isn't it? It's this, this very specific type of computer with buttons on the front, and it runs on software. So yeah,
1: yeah, that's cool. and <laughs> they just like they continued to improve it, and obviously, it must have got to the stage where they thought, you know what, with all this feedback, we could just go back to the drawing board and and rebuild yeah. it to do this. From the get go, so yeah, these yeah. things are always going to be a work in progress, aren't they? But yeah, um, yeah. not cheap gear, are they? Like the the Roadcaster two no. these days, I think you're six six thirty. So that's before you've even because these things don't have um, the the things we're going to talk about now. They don't have built in mics, do they? So yeah. yeah you're buying this device you've still got to buy microphones and headphones and all the other gear
0: (laughs) exactly yeah totally yeah and then a a computer to plug it into as well like you Mm. could argue the zoom h5 or whatever you can just take the recording straight from that although do you know that's not entirely true the roadcaster can take an sd card can't it yeah so you can use the roadcaster as a digital recorder pretty much um if as long as you plug a mic in that is all you need you can record straight to sd card so yeah that's not entirely true what about, coming back to our uh, our very favourites, not sponsored by Zoom, if you want to get in touch, give us a wee, uh, a wee bung. Um, Zoom, the really Zoom's cranky. device of the... No, tankiest
1: like no, the <laughs> yeah, I know, the crankiest company going. We don't every, need to like sponsor we, people. People come to us. And, and here we are, like exactly. spoon-feeding them, aren't we? We're playing to their fiddle. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. We're always very careful about um, being, like we've always said, the podcast host uh, site is so impo- like We keep it entirely impartial, even though we get affiliate income from other places, we get free gear from places. Um, so we, we've ended up getting a fair bit of free gear over the years, but we've always reviewed it fairly. But ultimate proof of this is the fact that we talk about Zoom a lot and they have given us absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I think the, the very one thing I got from them once they wanted it back
0: yeah uh, oh really But uh, what was it yeah. what was it you got
1: it was the pod track P4 I had to go and oh, buy my own so one? conveniently right. the thing we're going to talk about next but uh, I, they, um, they wanted it back on a very tight time frame and then I had to go and buy my own but, uh, <laughs> yeah very grumpy company
0: yeah So cool yeah but they make good stuff I'll, I'll give, forgive them their grumpiness because they make good gear um so anyway anyway podtrack you love this thing I've never used one I've never even touched one you're the one that writes about this on our site so yeah tell us about the podtrack
1: Yeah I mean it's it's almost all perfect for me but there's one major flaw that i will get to mm-hmm. but the podtrack mm-hmm. P4 so again no built-in mics here you can plug in four different microphones and record all on multi-track mm-hmm. you can plug in your smartphone and you know you could bring in a phone call and your local participants, they could engage with the person on the phone. So you could do a whole load of stuff. You could have it plugged into a call recorder on your computer. Um and it's a very cheap device at like $120. So it does a lot for not very much money, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really like it. But one of the major flaws in it, unless I'm doing something spectacularly wrong, I'm confident I'm not, because I've played with it enough times. So yeah. you've got all these different, I think you've got six different multi-track options, but even if it's just, if it was you and I recording, con, in theory yeah. that should just be two tracks that record, but it records all the other tracks as blank tracks, oh, and it records time, in right? WAV, so yeah. you need a very, very big memory card, otherwise <laughs> you've only got like an hour and 15 minutes to do your episode.
0: Oh, really? So
1: okay. that's really annoying. You know, when you put the card in later, it's like, here are your six WAV files. And you're like, well, I, I just <laughs> needed two. But uh, thanks for that. So and then, have
0: you got to figure out which ones are not blank?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, that's easy enough. Well but uh, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know what they were thinking there, or yeah, not thinking, yeah. as it were. So, right. but, but I, right. I still so, like it. I still like yeah. it
0: yeah it's a cool little interface isn't it the fact that you can plug i presume like all other zooms you can plug it in as a usb interface into your computer too
1: yeah you could do that too yeah. yeah
0: so you can plug that in basically as a an audio interface for everything you do which means then you can plug in whatever mic you like xlr whatever um you can plug in your phone to bring in phone calls all that kind of stuff Br- bring in a an effects rack whatever you want so it's, It just seems like a really cool little thing to build to kind of be really flexible with what you bring in like to be able to bring in all sorts of different audio sources to to whatever you're recording so yeah
1: i made a a course on it too that'll be in the community
0: Indeed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the IndiePod community. So if you're interested, if you buy yourself a pod track, take Matthew's course in indiepod.thepodcasthost.com, indiepod.thepodcasthost.com. The growth course is in there too, of course. I didn't record it through
1: smoked glass this time. No, you did quite a good one
0: (laughs) We learned, we learned. All right, one last one. We've got a a newer entrant to the the arena, don't we? From um, old school uh, mixer creator Mackie. Tell us about that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've very limited knowledge on this, the Mackie DLZ, but it's a podcast specific. It's very yeah. similar to the Roadcaster. I don't even think they tried to pretend they weren't copying the Roadcaster. No. But <laughs> I've been in its presence before. This device, we were at uh, the London Podcast Show back in May, yeah. Yeah. so I got a, Talk I got a we look up close to it. But there was a lot of people wanting to look at them as well. And I've been uh, ever since. I've been like on at Mackie to, to send us one out. And uh, you know they the, they answer me and they say that it will happen, but it's not happened yet. But I'm I'm hoping that we might get a look at one before the end of the year. So
0: yeah, get a review out. Have you yeah, played it at all? Aye.
1: Did you get a shot in? No, London? same. I
0: saw. So yeah, I saw it at the podcast show. Had a wee kind of fiddle with it, um, but didn't get to see what it sounded like, or really kind of use it for any recording. So. Um, I mean, I think uh, the reviews are looking good so far. Other people that have got hold of one and Mackie make good stuff, so I've no doubt that it'll be a good device. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. I think it's basically a straight up copy of the Roadcaster. They're like, oh, there's somebody uh, getting into our game, but for podcast specific, let's just do the same thing because it won't because we know how to do this.
1: So, but the elephant yeah. in the room is it's eight hundred dollars, <laughs> and the Roadcaster <laughs> yeah, of two of is six thirty. Yeah. So usually, usually when you kind of borrow from somebody, you come yeah. in at a cheaper price, but they've they've <laughs> just went no, we're we're actually a lot dearer. So
0: Mackie, I mean, sp- yeah, they don't do that though, do they? Mackie do not do cheap devices. They've always been ultra premium. So yeah,
1: <laughs> eight hundred pounds. I mean, that is a lot of money to spend on part of your podcasting kit, isn't it? Like you, yeah. you'd need to be, you'd need to be podcasting for years. And know that, you know, this is what I do to invest that sort of money.
0: Yeah, I don't quite get it. Because it's not like road are considered like low-end gear or anything, are they? Like Mm. roads tend to, they create good quality gear. So they're already kind of considered reasonably premium. So going in above that seems mental. But anyway, okay. Any more on recorders, Matthew? I think that covers it.
1: Yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, I suppose final thoughts like... Now that we've talked through microphones, we've talked through USB microphones, we've talked mm-hmm. through digital recorders, mm-hmm. is there an obvious, like, should I, shouldn't I, you know, for the listener? Like, yeah. do, do we ever say to people, get a digital recorder over,
0: you know? Well, in in my opinion, um, unless, <clears throat> if you're just recording yourself on your computer um, with other people on online calls... I don't think you need to even look at a digital recorder. I think just get yourself a good USB mic, plug it into your computer and go. But if if you're ever recording more than one person in person, so either they come into your recording space or you go out to events and record... Then these can be a really good alternative, and like we said, you can get ones that plug in as if they're a USB mic. So even if you spend two, three hundred dollars on a Zoom H5 or an H6 or a Tascam a DR40, whatever it is, you can plug that in as if it's a USB mic and double it up. So yeah, what are you thinking, Matthew? Are you
1: similar? I'm just gonna. I'm going to see if the H2N is still. Is if it's still, still around, yeah. <gasps> because mic. to be honest, like. <laughs> If I was doing a lot on location, like going to events and stuff, yeah, yeah, I might just you'd go back that. to that like setup yeah, of. It's yeah. a good one. <laughs> Christ, cool. it's like two hundred and twenty quid. Uh, what for the H H2? two? Yeah, H two n. So <laughs> I maybe cancel that. I would, I suppose yeah. you're daft not to then get a H five or yeah. an well, H uh, six.
0: exactly. Here yeah. you go. All right, if you want a rundown of all of these bits of gear, what's the links, Matthew? Where should we send people?
1: Yeah, that's right, Colin. I was completely ready Mm. there, and we didn't have to edit a little silence out (laughs) whilst I fumbled for the correct links. But uh, yeah, (laughs) go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash tech season, all one word, tech season. That is the seasons page, so you'll find all the episodes, the breakdowns, the show notes. And then there's somewhere else we want to point the listener to as well, isn't there?
0: yeah if you want to go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash resources that's forward slash resources you'll find all of the gear all of the software everything that we recommend um so this season's all about just equipment so mics mixers that kind of stuff but our resources page um, lists everything we ever use ever for our podcasting and everything else to be honest i've got stuff like webcams on there and uh, software for even marketing and things like that too so thepodcasthost.com forward slash resources and just to break all the rules and go too many CTAs, I'll mention the growth course again. <laughs> um, we have just released our growth course, as I mentioned, designed to help you go from zero audience to a thousand, then from a thousand to the tens of thousands. Um, if you follow along all of the lessons that we've got in there, every one includes a video, um, some tasks, uh, and really detailed instructions of how you implement that growth tactic to grow your podcast audience. So if you're looking to grow that audience, get more people listening to your show, get your voice out there to a wider range of people, get on there and go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash growth course, thepodcasthost.com forward slash growth course. All right, now that we've thrown all the links at the people, Matthew, shall we tie it up?
1: Yeah, let's tie it up in a big (laughs) bow. Post it out there via RSS.
0: good stuff all right thank you very much for listening uh, we'll have another episode of the growth uh, just said it again the gear season <laughs> Growth on the brain. another
1: episode i hope you've not got a growth on the brain that wouldn't I be i hope not that's optimal.
0: harsh <laughs> that would not be optimal okay thank you this is the gear season the gear season uh, we'll have another episode of that next time around where we'll be diving into mobile recording so if you want to learn more about how to record with your phone or tablets or anything else mobile related, uh, then jump in. We'll be covering all of that on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this one and we'll see you then.